Welcome, friends, to another episode of Leadosophy. You're here with an open mind because you know that's the rule, not the exception. Glad you could join me today. Today's going to be real simple. It's going to be about giving thanks, talk a little bit about gratitude, the little things that make a difference in the world of leadership, the little things that add up and become really big things, impact on people, having a positive effect on the relationships that you develop, whether it's in your community, within your organization, or just in life in general. You can make an impact on others. And a lot of times that can happen just by being grateful for what they do or what they say or how they help you or how they help others. Taking the time to, to notice that and appreciate it. And just telling them that you appreciate that. We're going to cover a quick HBR Harvard Business Review article written by a gentleman by the name of Mark Golston. Hope you enjoy this episode. Here we go. Are you ready to permanently fuse leadership and philosophy? Then a word of caution. You are about to enter the fully abstract yet wholly concrete realm of leadosophy. Our ideas are not always so clear and distinct. To validate this proposition, we welcome the host of Leadosophy, Tim Wood. All right, welcome back, friends. Thanks for joining this episode of Leadosophy. I am grateful of your time. Anyone listening to this or watching could have been doing something completely different. I understand the value of time and the fact that you're here. I, I am grateful and appreciative. So thank you. The article we're covering today, going a little back, little in the way back machine, written about eight years ago, written by Mark Golston. It's titled How to Give a Meaningful Thank You. And if you're watching, the article's up here, obviously. But if you're listening, I do have the article up on the screen. It'll be in the description. A link to the article will be in the description. I wanted to have this episode because I think it's important to sometimes what I like to refer to as get back to the basics. And anybody who has worked with me in my Coast Guard career knows that I am big on on back to the basics. There was a time when I showed up to a Coast Guard unit in Long Island, New York. And I immediately put a lot of emphasis on the very rudimentary things that we should be doing very well in the Coast Guard, whether it was you're standing your watch or checking off the boat equipment a proper way, our core fundamental drills, search and rescue drills. I was a big fan of, you may have heard the term, going a mile deep and an inch wide, vice a mile wide and an inch deep. I wanted to make sure that we could do a few things really, really well, rather than focusing on so many different things and trying to be great at all those things. I've mentioned this on another episode, the Coast Guard is a very small service. So you're often responsible for a wide array of, of different jobs and responsibilities and technical competence in many different areas. Sometimes you just have to go back and, and really focus on a few core things and get really good at those things. But back to the mechanics of leadership this episode is really about just telling people thank you, giving gratitude. And it can seem like such a small thing. And I think a lot of times it's either 
dismissed as not that important or it's just not done, period. I've seen that before. Having been in, in the job world for you know two and a half decades, what I notice a lot when you when you look at surveys that are done amongst the employees of an organization, no matter how large or small, one of the common theme, themes that always comes back year after year, survey after survey, is not enough appreciation. And that could be formal recognition, it could be informal recognition. But that will always, it doesn't matter, I don't care how large or small an organization is, I don't care how awesome the culture you think the organization is, how good it is, that will always pop up. Whether you do a survey daily, weekly, quarterly, you know, monthly, semi-annually, a lack of gratitude or a lack of recognition will always, always rear its head. And I don't know if, if there's really enough that can be done as far as gratitude, I think no matter, even if you put deliberate effort into giving gratitude as much as you can, you're always going to fall short. But that's okay because, you know, it's one of those things as a leader, you strive for perfection knowing you're never going to achieve it. Never going to achieve perfection. But that doesn't preclude you, nor should it preclude you from, from shooting for it. So yeah, the mechanics, the basics of leadership, giving thanks, the little things, the nuances that matter. My current boss at my company, I've worked for her for almost two years now. March will be two years. And I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt that I willingly will try to go above and beyond for her when she asks me to do something because she is so appreciative. That's one of the main reasons. And it's one of those things that's genuine. She's genuinely appreciative when I help her whether it's a project or help her find some information or create a marketing product for her or the company. She's a joy to work for because she is so grateful for, and it's not just me, she's grateful for, for everyone, what they do and, and how they help the organization. But again, it's, it's a two-part. It's one, being grateful, being appreciative, saying thank you. But the second part, it's got to be genuine. You know, I, I, I call it, if you're not being genuine, it's, it's emotional forgery, right? And you never truly know if someone's being genuine, right? You can't get inside. This is the, you can't escape your theater of perception talk or concept. I can never get inside the head of someone else and see if they're being genuine. But I believe she's genuine, which is why I act how I do around her and for her. So that's my story of, of my my boss, my, my leader that I, choo I choose willingly to follow because of what she brings to the table and not just her technical competence, which is, you know, she's been in her field of human resources for, for three decades. So she has a wealth of technical competence, which I admire. Even though I don't, really, I don't really strive to be in the human resources field for the rest of my life, it's, this is kind of like a part-time gig for me. But I do appreciate her technical confidence. She's helped me a lot in our organization as far as the HR side and the things I've learned. She's, she's given me enough technical confidence in the HR world to be utterly and completely dangerous in the HR world. I say that a little tongue-in-cheek, but no, she's awesome. So this article, I just want to read a few excerpts from this article about giving thanks. How to give a meaningful thank you is the title. 
And the first paragraph, the author writes, forget the empty platitudes. Your star employee is not a quote-unquote God send. They are a person deserving of your not infrequent acknowledgement and worthy of appreciation and respect. When was the last time you thanked them? Really thanked them? And that's a really powerful question. You know, if, you know, I even, I think about in my personal life, there's a lot of times where I could have offered thanks to whether it was my spouse or my kid or whatever, I could thank them for the conversation I had or, you know, something they told me that, that helped me out, whether it's personal or professional growth. I could definitely practice the skill of giving thanks a little more often, a lot more often, actually. And I believe that is a skill, first and foremost, before we talk about this article, I'm skimming the surface of it. The practice of telling someone thank you is a skill that can be developed. It doesn't take very long. And you can do it very frequently. And I think the more we can develop that skill, I think the, the better we can improve our relationships all, all levels of relationship, maybe, let's, let's be honest, not every relationship in the, in the workplace is going to be a deep level relationship. Some are going to be superficial. Some, some relationships are going to be at the acquaintance, acquaintance level. Acquaintance, I don't think acquaintance is a word. But acquaintance is a word. So yeah, we have acquaintances in the workplace. There are deeper level relationships, but we can always practice that, uh, that skill of, of giving thanks. So scrolling down here on the bottom of this article is really all I want to touch upon. Again, this doesn't have to be a long episode. We can go deep on this one issue, this one concept, this one skill, this one mechanical piece of leadership and not spend a lot of time on it. Your time is valuable. So this, this next paragraph, the, the author writes, there will always be people who think that money and benefits and even just having a job should be thanks enough. And I'm going to stop right there. Leadosophy believes that that is not enough. Leadosophy would put up a hard stop on that. That sense, and if you, if there's a leader out there that thinks people thinks that people or the people that work for him or her should just be grateful that they have a job and they don't deserve anything more than that, I don't know how many f- willing followers that person's going to to gain or develop over a short or long period of time. So Leadosophy doesn't believe that a person just having a job is, is thanks enough. But the author continues. There are also those that think that think they do a great job without anyone having to thank them. But study after study has shown that no one is immune from the motivating effects of acknowledgement and thanks. In fact, research by Adam Grant and Francesca Gino has shown that saying thank you not only results in reciprocal generosity where the thanked person is more likely to help the thanker but it stimulates pro-social behavior in general in other words saying thanks increases the likelihood your employee will not only help you but help someone else so that kind of has a compounding effect so if you're thanking your employees genuinely and you're working on developing that skill in a meaningful way, deliberate practice. Maybe the more you thank them in the workplace, the more you develop this skill. It, it is compounding. It's, it's a, it has a symbiotic effect with other employees. 
It's like a ripple effect. I like that. I think that that is possible. And I guess from a theory versus practice standpoint, if you don't believe the theory that that is possible, I'd say give it a try. Anyways, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose by giving thanks to others and hoping that that thanks is reciprocated to others around that person or that group of people? I don't see any downside of of trying that and doing that. And if it works, if the theory matches the practice, then there you go. You essentially, I believe, could improve the, the organizational culture slowly over time. That becomes a new norm for the organization. Appreciation and gratitude. Those become two values that your organization starts to value more and more. It starts to build upon itself. And then before you know it, it's something that is done at the subconscious level. That's when organizational culture is really taking root in a positive way. When, when employees are doing things like giving thanks to others, helping others, and they do that subconsciously because that's just the way they do it. That's what they're taught. That's what they see. That's what they learn in orientation. That's what they learn all throughout the onboarding process and into the first few months of the job. Even in a job interview, right? New person comes into a job interview. There's a lot of thanks going on. Thanks for being here. We appreciate your time. We know your time is valuable. You thank them when they leave. You know, even when you're sending a rejection letter, one of the things I've learned in my job Hey, thanks for applying. We appreciate you taking the time, getting your resume together. We've had a lot of applicants, so on and so forth, but we do appreciate you applying and thinking of us. It means a lot to the organization. So the author kind of finishes this article. I'm not going to read the whole article because I don't want to do that. I don't think it's necessary. He just basically states, take action now. And he's talking about giving thanks, saying thank you. And he says, give that, that person what I call a power thank you. And the power thank you has three parts. And we're going to close it with the three parts of the power thank you. Number one, thank them for something they specifically did that was above the call of duty. For instance, hey, Joe, thanks for working over that three-day weekend to make our presentation deck perfect. Because of it, we won the client. The second power thank you point the author makes, acknowledge to them, the employee or employees, the effort or personal sacrifice that they made in doing the above, talking about creating a great slide deck or coming through on that project, landing the the new client. It's a personal sacrifice. I realize how important your family is to you and that working on this cost, working on this cost you the time you'd plan to spend with your daughters. And yet you did it without griping or complaining Your dedication motivated everyone else on the team to make the presentation excellent. Now, let's be realists here. This, I guess because I'm reading this, it sounds like super canned and superficial and not very genuine. I don't, I think there's got to be some sort of spontaneity, organic conversation when you approach someone in person. I'm not talking sending someone an email. I'm talking calling up person on the phone or approaching them you know, in public, in person, and having that quick conversation like, hey, I appreciate what you did, the personal sacrifice, whatever. I think if you go into that situation with a canned speech, it could backfire. You got to be genuine. 
And even if you are genuinely putting together a speech, you may have to examine, like maybe you're making it too difficult. And it could be, this could be an effort for some people to, to get out of their comfort zone and focus deliberately on giving thanks and being appreciative. But I don't know if the canned speech is the best method. I think you got to have some organic conversation bubble up, some spontaneity. I think that's going to sound, I think it's going to feel more genuine to the person you're trying to give uh, appreciation and gratitude towards. So that's just my two cents on, on point number two by the author. Point number three, then we'll wrap this up. Tell them what it personally meant to you, whatever they did, whatever you're appreciative of. You know that rightly or wrongly, we are very much judged on our results. And you, again, this, this is the, what they're telling the employee, you were largely responsible for helping me achieve one that will cause my next performance review to be over the moon, just like yours is going to be. You're the best. Again, I think we could probably have came up with some better examples. Maybe the author here is trying to go above and beyond, make it exaggerated a little bit. I don't think it needs to be that exaggerated. I think we can just have a general conversation. Again, a quick, spontaneous, organic conversation about appreciation. And just a quick thank you, a couple sentences, and see the reaction. Maybe it furthers another discussion. Right? Maybe it just furthers a conversation that you have with an employee, a member of your staff. And it just goes off into another conversation. It becomes a conversation about the weekend they had, they had the hiking trip they went on. And then, before you know it, you went in just to give some gratitude. And the conversation morphed into something extraordinary where the person you're talking to genuinely comes away feeling that you care about their interests. Not just that you're appreciative of the project they finished, but you genuinely care about, you know, the weekend they had or, you know, whatever it is. So again, it's got to be genuine. It's got to be spontaneous a little bit. I think if you are sending an email to somebody, obviously, you know, it's organic to the point where you're writing what you're thinking, your, your organic thoughts. But you might be able to expand a little bit more in, a, in an email. Again, I, I prefer the, the phone call, if you can make a phone call. And definitely, number one, I prefer the face-to-face human contact because I think, especially during COVID and the times right now, we don't get enough face-to-face. So maybe it's a Zoom call. Maybe it's just in the course of a general business meeting with your colleagues where you just call somebody out and say, hey, I want to recognize so-and-so for what they did. Again, my organization's really great at doing that. We have a lot of Zoom calls. Really good about just calling people out in a good way, in a positive way. And uh, you can see it's well-received, which I like. So that's it. The mechanics of leadership, the small mechanics of leadership. Back to the basics. Appreciation and gratitude, it's important. Again, this isn't one of the top tips to make you a great leader because leadosophy is is not here to give you the greatest tips of leadership. It's not what the show was for. It's what not what it was started for. The show is about, and this is if you're a first-time listener, the show is about deepening our understanding of leadership through conversation. That's it. I'm not here to give you any truths. I'm not saying that if you are giving thanks every day, you're going to be a great leader. Nope, not going to hear that from me. You can get that somewhere else if that's where you want to go. Another YouTube channel or podcast, leadership podcast. 
Uh, maybe there's some leadership experts out there that will say you have to do that to be a great leader. Again, not here. That's it, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for watching. I appreciate it. I'm grateful. And I and I I feel like if I say I'm I'm genuinely saying that, then it's almost I'm being contradictive. But I truly, I truly am grateful for your time for even if you got to this point of the of the podcast, that's awesome. Thanks for listening. Remember, leadosophy is about using the tools of philosophical thought to deepen our understanding of leadership and of life. We talked about giving thanks and gratitude and how that just doesn't apply in the workplace, applies in in your day-to-day life, personally, professionally, what have you. All right, everybody, we'll see you next time. Thanks for watching and listening to another episode of Leadosophy. If you liked what you heard today, hit that subscribe button and check out leadosophy.com and learn more about Tim's ideas on philosophy and leadership. We'll see you next time.